Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joined by phone, I have Vance. Hi, Vance. Hi, how you doing? I am back. Excellent. Here. Here. Happy to be here. Well, that's perfect. All right. This podcast is brought to you by the Muskie Max Plus. I switched it up on you guys. You need to hear this. It's coming up. Believe it or not, it's literally like, oh my gosh, it's like two months away. A heavy two months. Mm-hmm. You, you hear March and you're like, oh, it's March. Yeah, but it's almost January. Mm-hmm. All of January, all of February, and then boom, the first first like good weekend in, in March. And you're here it is, hitting you square in the face. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be in uh, Cannonsburg. Look it up. Uh, like them on Facebook. Um, you know, this is... This is just like the show for us. This is a great place. It's family friendly. The Leah parties do a fantastic job uh, putting this all on, keep keeping everyone engaged in like contests or prizes and stuff like that all throughout the show. Um, it's at Princescape Arena, Cannonsburg, the same place it's been the last couple years or the last couple shows, I should say. And um, really looking forward to it. So uh, definitely, definitely mark your calendars. And uh, be sure to join us there. Um, that's kind of like our big goal post right now when we're looking at painting a whole bunch of baits right now. So, And uh, speaking of baits, this show is also brought to you by Fat AZ Musky Products. FatAZMusky.com. Um, there, was, there was a glitch in the website, and it wasn't due to me. Oh, my gosh. This could be a whole other story. So we, we kind of already got... <laughs> there's like so so this the rod holders and the baits so so we kind of already have a couple couple talking points for this show and this would fall right in line vance what i had to go through for the website and uh i might talk about it depending on how much time but anyways the website i saw i saw, I saw a couple messages and i was like Ooh. I'm not going to answer these. I'm just going to hope that Andy's in a good mood right now and not, not ready to rip so, his hair out. Anyways, <laughs> that issue has been resolved. And if anyone's wondering what the issue is, I might talk about it later. But everything is good. Um, it was not on me. I did not make a mistake. There were some things that were changed that I had no idea were changing. And uh, anyway, so the website is basically up to snuff. Um I'm getting more inventory on rod holders. They are not like right here, but they're almost done. So not a lot of people are going to be fishing this weekend. I pretty much guarantee with a high in our area of being like eight. And um, that's that's not good for casting or trolling. So um, anyway, so rod holder stuff, baits. Yeah, I'd never updated the baits because I really don't have too many. Uh Try to check out the inventory at Team Rhino or Musky Tackle online. And um, let's see from there. Uh, any questions with rod holders? I'm still answering. I'm still helping boat setups and whatever. Um, reach out, and we, we can discuss a couple things. So that's all I'm going to say for AZ. Beautiful Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishnguides.com. Uh, we are wrapped up and waiting for 2023. If you'd like to get out in Pennsylvania, Pymatuning, Connie on Edinburgh, um, Wilhelm, Arthur, get a hold of us for spring charters. 
Uh, and then, of course, June 1 of 2023 is when Chautauqua Lake is opening. And then that will be closing at uh, the same time uh, that it did uh, for the past many years. That's November 30th. But that change is coming. It's June 1 of 2023 for inland New York lakes. Uh, not too fond of that. It's on a Thursday kind of throws them some things off. I really don't know why people have to try and <clears throat> reinvent the wheel or fix something that's not broken. But uh, that's when it is this year. Um, but we will gladly get you out there and get you on some fish. Um, when you come out and fish with Todd or myself, you'll be fishing out of Ranger Boats. Shout out to them for sponsoring us in this show. Um, shout out to Vic Sports Center where you can get all your Ranger needs um, service. You can buy some used inventory. You can order boats now. Um, of course, Rangers, uh, Tritons, Starcrafts, uh, all the goods. Check them out. And uh, St. Crow Rods, best rods on earth. Uh, give them a fair shake. Best warranty in the game. No hassle. You take pictures and they send you a new rod if you break it. And we love to break things. So uh, that is everything for me. All right. And then uh, wrapping up these plugs here, we have Aqua Traction. Uh, if you haven't done it yet, check them out on Instagram. They got a pretty nice Instagram account going. Uh, beautiful flooring, very functional. You've heard me talk about it. 100% closed cell polyethylene foam. Uh, best warranty in the business. This stuff doesn't absorb water, hence the closed cell. Uh, this stuff dries. Like, no absorb water. It's going to kind of run off, and the sun's going to hit it, and it's going to be gone. Uh, good traction. Nice, just enough give to kind of, like, help out your your legs and your low back. And, you know, you they kind of make it. They actually do. They didn't make it for your boat. And uh, they have a lot of options, patterns, and colors, and cho just choices out the wazoo. So if you're in our area, check out AMF Marine. Um, you can email them at nick, N-I-C-K, at amfmarine.com. And uh, if you're not, hop on Aqua Traction, find a local dealer, and uh, just see what the options are. If you're going to be updating your boat's flooring anytime soon, this is a uh, very good option. There's a lot of pros that, that come with this. So uh, be sure to look that over. I have a, uh, I have a quick story about aqua traction where I put it to another test. All right, let's hear it. Without caring. Um, so we had in uh, late November, we had an incredible snowstorm in our area. We've touched base on that. We got dumped on and it was just crazy to even be fishing in it. And of course I was, um, well, but when your, your boat, like what happened was I would show up in the morning and there would be probably about like 12 inches to 18 inches plus a drift, whatever. It just seemed like the whole back cockpit outside of my bimini was always filled with snow. It's something that you would, uh, usually like shovel out, but I just didn't have time to do that at the, at the at, at, at that time. So I, I just, and I also wanted to just see what would happen to fish with that much snow in the boat as well. Um, so it was complete, just covered in snow in the back of my boat. Um, and naturally you step on this snow, 
you know, you push the snow around, um, you're continually getting up out of the bimini and checking the rods and things like that when it's it's this detrimental weather to to fish in you know we're huddled in and we're trolling and uh when you step on snow it gets matted down um throughout the day it gets maybe progressively warmer and it starts to melt a little bit and then the next day it it likes to turn into ice and things like that so that's what i was dealing with i was dealing with in this back part of my boat where all the action was was about six inches of like matted down ice that kind of tapered from the back casting platform to the enclosure so it was a nice like 45 degree angle that just kind of came right down um but slippy is all get up you know, slippy, that's a Pittsburgh ease, but very slippery. Uh, it was not good on the feet. Now, I wasn't on the aqua traction at that point. I was on just an ice mound that I made for myself. And I'm like, God dang it. Uh, you know, this is this is getting a little bit too much. You know, I got to do something about this. So I go to, I have this like plastic shovel. And I'm like, I'm just going to go and I'll, I'll take some hacks at it and get it out of there. No problem. Describe the shovel. The so the shovel is like, you know, your standard dollar general, like uh, is it ninety nine? Is it is it meant for sand for a kid or is it actually meant for like shoveling snow? It's meant for snow and it's probably like the bottom of the barrel. Uh, it's uh, I would say it's probably 16 inches. The scoop is 16 inches. Okay. And um, it's meant for pushing light snow. And uh, so I'm going to, this is all I have as a resource at this point. Now, granted, you know, times prior to this, you know, flashback to, you know, eight hours prior, I'm sitting there trying to hammer it with needle nose pliers and I'm like chipping it like I'm climbing a crevice on a glacier Mm -hmm. and it's hardly doing anything. So I'm like, oh, don't worry. I have this 899 plastic shovel. Well, I put it into it once and it snaps right in half. And I'm like, this is a this is a huge problem. And I gotta get home and I don't know what to do. So I'm calling around and I'm looking. I just said I should just put rock salt back here. Screw it. I don't care. I'm turning it in the boat, whatever. We'll see what happens. We'll see if it disintegrates the aqua traction. I don't really care. So I'm calling around place to place, trying to look for rock salt. And I can't, I can't find it anywhere. It's like, we didn't, we're out like, okay. Yeah, of course you're out. There's, you know, the snowstorm of all snowstorms have just hit and you know, I'm an idiot for not having any, but also whatever, this is the last, this is unforeseen. Yeah. Well, I, I finally, I find somebody with a bag that knows me uh, at a gas station. Like, go to that gas station. They're like, how much do you need? I'm like, I, I would buy a bag off you. I'll pay triple the price, whatever. Because <laughs> my idea is I'm just going to put this in there, come back the next day and see what happens. So I think it was a 50-pound or 40-pound bag. Okay. Of, of like minus 10 or minus 20, whatever the heck that means. And this is just like straight up 
you know, like toxic. This is like salt. rock salt. Yes, this is. This is this big is rock chunks salt. of salt. Yeah, this is not like pet safe or nothing like that. I'm, it's blue and weird looking. It looks like meth from Breaking Bad. I'm like, all right, let's go. And they're like, what are you going to do with it? I'm like, I'm going to put it in my boat right now. So I just cut it right open with my keys and just dumped it all over the place in the back. Now, I probably have about like two feet by whatever the beam is. The beam's 102, you know, sub- subtract the gunnels. Maybe you're uh, dealing with like, you know, 88 to 90 inches, something like that. So two feet by 90 inches of this square area. And I just put 50 pounds of uh, rock salt on it. And I come back the next day and I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, what my science experiment is, is, is doing because I wasn't moving this, this ice at all, uh, that I was stepping on the whole time and it was to the ground. I mean, it was, it was gone. Like the only thing that was left was rock salt. I had completely like went overboard with it. Um, I think most could have told you that as soon as you said you took your keys to open the bag and dumped the whole thing mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that could have done a, an like, average driveway, but you concentrated it <laughs> fifty fold on on two feet by ninety inches. <laughs> yeah, that that's the LD one hundred mark. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that, and. uh yeah, the only thing that was left was rock salt. And, like, I'm looking at the aqua traction. The rock salt had lost color. It went to more like a clear um, and, like, a brown with the mud mixed in from people's shoes and things like that. Uh, but it, it, it provided some grit. And eventually it, it warmed up, and that storm passed, and I had this rock salt left that was down that was that was there and i was uh just essentially throwing it out in the parking lot and things like that and i'm like man that's crazy i was like that's just nuts that all that happened and i'm looking at the aqua traction it's it's pristine nothing's I, wrong I, with I, it i hope you at least rinsed it i did okay i absolutely did yeah i absolutely did i at the camp there's uh, a running hose i i sat there i sprayed it <laughs> And it looked brand new. Uh, and it, I was like, this is incredible. It took all those chemicals and it didn't deteriorate or like, you know, like have pores open up or look all, all your fuel up line that's in like the bilge that. split open. So the, the, this is the thing. Apparently, I popped the fuse for my bilge pump. And I had no idea because I was like getting up on plane with one person. I was like, dang, I'm like, that thing's heavy. It's like I have all that ice and snow back there again. I'm hitting my bilge and nothing's coming on. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I change a fuse real quick. That thing pops on and it spit out into Chautauqua Lake, this crystal blue water that was filling. It's spring, it was just... spring water from Colorado. <laughs> It was spring water from Colorado. I was like, eh, it's not good. So I just, so after I did that, I took a quick picture of it, of it pouring into Chautauqua Lake, uh, even though that's that's what happens on that. Now the 80, salinity 86. is such that you can support sailfish. Yeah. 
the uh yeah it was very very blue water but uh i sat i mean my whole boat was filled up with just crystal blue water that i emptied in the parking lot which probably eventually made its way into the lake but however that that 86 bridge that that crosses chautauqua lake has these downspouts that just go right into the lake and that lake's getting rock salt all the time and god knows what else but uh so my 10 seconds of, of running the bilge again uh, i don't think hurt anything um, but that was my uh, story about aquatraction also holding up to rock salt perfect and there's another real life story you want another real life story? Well, how about that? How about when I told you I broke my steering? <laughs> because it froze up. It froze up. <laughs> the, the, the linkage going from the main motor over to the kicker. It froze and then yeah. snapped. Snapped right in half. I mean, I, I, I launched the boat and I was like, man, this thing is really hard to steer. And I'm looking back as I'm like, grinding it right and left and and the steering arm is just turning into a 90 degree angle i'm like oh my goodness you're a metal bender <laughs> and then it got easy once it broke uh yeah i just pulled the pin you know and then it was uh it, it was good it was all good <laughs> well there you have it it's too they're really not meant to be in the in the water that time of year. No, like boats, like they're not they're not supposed to be there. No, at all. Yeah, and we we try to force this issue, and this is why things break all the time. Yes, <laughs> it's yes. it's not a mystery. Everything from from motors to reels to all that stuff. You're really being stupid being out there, but you got a chance. So, you know, that's what you do. But I'd love to hear what's not working. Okay. <laughs> so, um, this, this is not to throw any one brand or anything under the bus, but this is, this is some of the fun things that I deal with. Okay. So I ordered, you know, it's that time of year. We got to start ordering um, materials and, and what have you, tooling and, and all this stuff. And the first one I'm going to talk about, which I think is a lesser story, it's still not completely resolved. Actually, both of these are not completely resolved. But it's great. to start off with, so um, we ordered from this one, one vendor that we, we get our our plastic for the hard baits, our soft plastic for the rubber baits and just some other components, you know, that, that kind of go with it. But primarily we'll just call it a, a raw material supplier. And what I, what I order, I'm, I'm not like the big fish, but the quantity that I order, you can't get it from the website. It, there, it, there's not an option to order it in this kind of quantity. And, um, it's not like, oh my gosh, how much are you going through? No, it's like they offer what what they call two gallon kits of the of the of the 
hard plastic. And that's a gallon of A and a gallon of B. Well, when I order it, I, it's cost effective for us to order the 10 gallon kit, five gallons of A, five gallons of B. So I call up and I'm used to a certain person answering the phone. I've been ordering from this place for 10 plus years. Well, recently this had been bought out by a bigger plastics company and apparently they, they can't seem to retain employees or something. And, uh, so I'm talking to this guy and I'm like, listen, this is what I want to order. And, you know, I ordered, what was it? I wanted 10 gallons of soft plastic. I wanted 10 gallons of hard plastic. I want three cans of mold release. Okay. Now was this, was this kind of foreign to him? Um, there was, there was, there was an issue with this person saying, I didn't think we made this in 10 gallons. And I'm like, I've been buying this a lot over the last Mm -hmm. 10 years. I know what I'm talking about. And they're like, well, okay, well we can't find it. Oh, here it is. It's one of those. It's like, we can't find it. And then they find it. And they like, did you try the website first? Yes. They they were obviously website. If the website doesn't have it, then we don't have it. Well, okay, except you do. And they're like, well, we might have to make this. I don't know if we have inventory. And, oh, we do have some. Imagine that. Okay, <laughs> praise praise the Lord. So I, you know, give them the credit card and all that stuff, and then I'm waiting. And uh, for, you know, it says, oh, it's been, been shipped. And then, like, I should have known there was an issue. As soon as it so came. So you get, you get the order in. No. When it shipped, it's like it, it came back but you, as but two. You, but you get you. you I placed the order. I placed the. I placed the order. I didn't get the order. I didn't receive no. the order. If that that's what it sounded like you were saying. Did, did you feel uneasy after you placed the order? Initially? Not initially. Like, not initially. Okay. But then I got okay. an email with my order saying confirmation order, and then it said there was another confirmation of order and I look at it. I'm like, it had it like, it wasn't my order. (laughs) And I'm like, what? And then I got two emails with shipping things on it, like shipping tracking information. I'm like, what? And then I got another email with like these like club points from it. Like, Hey, you've earned this many points. And I'm like, what? I I don't even know what this is. I'm ignoring it. Apparently they must have like some kind of thing, like a frequent buyers club kind of thing. You know, buy ten oil change, get the eleventh free, and I, I no big deal. Like a week goes by, and I hate ordering this stuff at this time of year. But that's when I do it. And the reason I don't like ordering it this time of year is because I'm afraid of it freezing. And I don't know if that has anything right. to do with any. It might not matter, but I can just see like. Whoever's the shipper going to be like, yeah, just leave that stuff outside. It's heavy. And then I get a big block of brokenness. So anyways. And it's, and it's tough to order in the middle of, you know, say we ordered it at the end of spring. It sits. You don't know the shelf. Yeah, it sits. You don't know the shelf life of it. So it's like. Yeah, there are some stuff that I use that if I held over from the year before, it is noticeably harder to work with. It's not impossible, Absolutely. but it is noticeably harder to work with. Anyways, For example, epoxy. <laughs> it's so hard with the epoxy. And sometimes yeah. it even turns yellow just sitting there. And, and it's like <laughs> in a dark room the whole time. And maybe it's yellow because it's sad. I'm not sure. <laughs> but That's confidence striking. 
it is. And anyway, so then I'm like, all right, here, here comes UPS or whoever it is. And they're carrying in three big boxes. And when I say big boxes, they might be a foot by a foot by two foot. And I didn't think nothing of it. I, I had it delivered to work. Uh, and you know, I'm looking at it and whatever. So I go on with my day. A day turns into a week and I'm like, yeah, I should probably see what's inside those. And I open up the, the, the first box and I pick it up. I'm like, oh, here's five gallons of soft plastic. Well, this isn't, uh, this isn't what I, th- there's something off here. And now, now like, I'm like, oh crap. So then I open up the next big box and it's another thing of soft plastic. I'm like, well, they, if it takes two boxes to make 10 gallons, I got one box left. Not, they, I, they probably mixed it for you. <laughs> they probably did. I open up the last box, and there's the three mold releases. Now, granted, these are all the same size boxes. Well, there's no room in the, in the boxes with the five gallons of junk. And I look, and I'm like, oh, that's great. Our hard plastic, a two-gallon kit shows up. Oh man! I'm like, all right. So <laughs> I call up customer service, and like, I get transferred to a guy down in Texas who has no idea. When they're like, "What's your account?" and I give my name, it feels like I have to explain to people. They're like, "Musky," and I'm like, "It's a fish." Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I think in a smell. I'm like, "Yes, this is this is no, this this is for fishing stuff." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." It, it's just like this weird thing, and. I, I really don't like talking to these people that just don't quite speak the language. And he's like, all right, what, uh, what's your issue? And I, I kind of explained to him and he goes, Oh, okay. Um, how we handle this now is you need to take a picture and email it to us. I'm like, do I really need to take a picture? I'm like, it's not damaged. You sent me a two gallon kit when I ordered a 10 gallon kit. And he's like, yes, this is how we have to do this. Oh my! So, I take a picture of the two-gallon kit, and I said, "This should be ten." <laughs> he emailed me. Is it just sit, is it sitting there on like the carpet? I just opened the box enough so they could see it. <laughs> it was said, like this, it's like peeking it's into a, Jack in the Box. Okay, <laughs> this should be ten. And they're like, aha. It must have got yeah. wet in shipping it and shrunk. <laughs> so You're the, right. Upon hanging up the phone, the guy sent me an email saying, respond to this email. So I sent him the picture, and I'm like, this should be 10, not 2. <laughs> He's like, okay, we'll send this in and get it right out. So then... A week later goes by or something. Three boxes show up at work again. And I look, I'm like, ah, whatever. I go a couple days. I should probably check. I open up the first box. It's five gallons of soft plastic. I open up the second box. It's five gallons of soft plastic. I open up the third. It's three mold releases and two gallons. I call the guy and I'm like, listen, this is my order number. This is my name. And it was a different person this time. I said, this is my third attempt at getting this right. 
I need my 10 gallon kit. And the woman's like, can you please send us a picture? Oh my god. So I oh respond god. to the email <laughs> using the same photo as before. <laughs> and I said, This is my third attempt. I need my oh. ten gallons. <laughs> I haven't got the latest shipment yet. But I'm going oh on probably god. four weeks at this point. This is horrible. I and no, for the audience, I had no idea this was going on. I, I have I took a sabbatical for 13 days. I had no idea this was going on. This is absolutely insane. I and have... prior to the show, prior to the show, you told me I sent Todd mold release. <laughs> <laughs> and for good reason, because there's. I no had six in my. I have six in my possession. I have twenty <laughs> gallons of soft plastic that I. These anyone listening, please buy our worms. We need this gone. <laughs> I'm gonna, did they double charge? Did they double charge us twice? No, and like anyone oh. out there, they're like thinking like, "Oh, this is a great win for you. I'd take it and leave." The the hard pl- hard the, the hard plastic is so much more expensive. Even if they're like, if they called me up and said we're even, I'm like, no, you owe me a refund because it's so expensive compared yeah. to the soft plastic. I'm like, I'm not even at near the value with this double wrong shipping. Dude, I can't believe we have 20 gallons of soft plastic. They just reship the same thing. They, they reship the same order. So, <laughs> here I am. I still don't have the right stuff yet. I mean, I got I got forty percent of the right stuff and two hundred percent of the <laughs> other stuff. And really, we only needed like a can of mold release. But I'm like, eh. While I'm at it, just throw me three. Now we got six. <laughs> so this is not good. No. I'm I'm hoping at some point I got an email saying my stuff is shipped and I don't know. I I don't know. Is the stuff the the right stuff or is it? I I don't know. Are you going to have to put in if that's three and you're getting two gallons at a time? One two. You need to do three more orders. Yeah, but at three more orders, that's going to be another thirty gallons of soft plastic. (laughs) Someone's like I, I. I don't know like what it was because I looked at my order and I was charged for the ten gallon kit and someone's like, Well, you know what's close enough? Two. <laughs> I can't believe it. So it's shipped. How long does it take for these shipments to come in? I mean, considering that it's like a few days before Christmas, it's it's not it's it, and it's going to only be like horribly cold, so no no issues at all here with with any mm-hmm. concern on this. You know, considering this is yeah. going on probably four weeks now. Absolutely. So, so I got a whole bunch of wow. something that I really don't need, and not enough of stuff that I actually do need. So I, I've I've that, been that put, that that puts us behind the eight ball uh, substantially. It it does. I mean, we're not dead in the water, but we are. We're 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 treading water right now, but w- w- things will be fine. But you know, the whole thing with the soft plastic is is that I've kind of revamped the tooling in the soft plastic line. 
and this you, you, this you, you kind of is kind of is that, like you don't even, you don't even know what half this stuff did. looks like right now because I, I I've had such such a frustrating time with the next one well, like, yeah. like like it's, was, it's just get ready for this next phone call I'm going to talk to you about I was getting texts throughout when I was away and I didn't even want to I'm on vacation leave, leave me alone I, I didn't want, no I I was completely concerned about it but I didn't want to leave I was like man I don't want to lead into you being like more frustrated to like poke the bear to ask what the hell was going on. All I, you were sending me photos of, of things and I was like, Oh my gosh, he, he absolutely is going crazy right now. You, you moved a drill press by yourself. It's like an old drill press. <laughs> Hold on. We're going to get, we're going to get to this before we get too far. So and it, I'm like, Oh, how do I carefully send a text that says like, <laughs> Hey, I'll be back to help soon. <laughs> hey, did you see Kirk Thuggins looking for a grill? <laughs> and I just keep responding bums. <laughs> and how the oh, team man. is Yummy. homeless. You, oh, dude, that team is great. They're my team this year. I, I love them. But, I know we have some people that live not in Minnesota. I was going nuts. Well, the funny thing is, is you ever notice when I'm really hard on them? That it's like they just like, hey, we got to prove for Andy's love. <laughs> like, yeah, they do well. Yeah, they do well. They're the most exciting team in football. I mean, they had that incredible comeback against the Bills, and they had this the biggest comeback in NFL history. And I'm like texting you out. It's it's going on, and like vaguely texting you, almost as vague as you're texting me of how we're uh, dying from the outside in in the bait business, uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> But I'm like, you got to see this. I'm like, well, you got to see this. You gotta see you're this. like, Kirk like, will be slinging uh, in 15 minutes. And I'm like, it's Saturday. <laughs> and I had Christmas parties. And I'm like, you know what? I, I, I was outside. I had to unhook my trailer or something. I'm getting ready for the for the extended family party. I'm like, ah. You're like, oh, my God, 30 to nothing. I'm like, oh, let me check this out myself. So I I pull up on my phone. I'm like, oh, it's not the good way. It's 33 nothing at halftime. And I'm just like, you're bums. I felt terrible. I was like, yeah, Andy's right. They do upset you. <laughs> well, the season isn't over yet. We've already expressed. I've explained to you how it's going to go down with JJ, okay? So... Yeah, he's gonna get within like one little dinker pass of breaking every record, and they're gonna like, hey, let's hand it to Cook and just take a bunch no, of like punt. negative yardage, and then they'll punt. We'll, we'll punt, but it'll be blocked and taken back for a touchdown. <laughs> and there'll be some like offensive yeah. penalty, and they'll have to kick off at their own five or something. <laughs> yeah, but that that was <clears throat> that was one thing uh, that took our, the mind away from uh, the negativity of, of what was just the unfortunate things well, the, the, the frustrating with, with because problem. because a lot of this stuff should just be I order I receive <clears throat> so oh my gosh I know it, it, like, I, I think that this exchange has been proven out in the last 20 years since the advent of like really good e-commerce so leading <laughs> me on to the next piece of tooling that I have so I bought I bought a really, really nice um, 
I'm going to call it like a, like a melting vat to handle larger volumes of the soft plastic as we are extending our product line and new molds and all this other stuff. I think that this is going to be much better than the hand-me-down microwave from, you know, Todd's house. And um, it hasn't proven itself out yet, but I'm optimistic. Well, and you just can't let the stuff sit in there. And, you know, stuff that I've seen online, people are using these these drill presses and having like a little mixer in there to keep the stuff mixing and, you know, so it's constantly running. And so it doesn't solidify. Well, it's it's probably so it doesn't burn. Cuz if yeah. you cuz you yeah. can hold a temperature so long, it might be cooler in the middle at the top than it is on the edge where, you know, where the elements are. So you just kind of want to keep a current going. Mm-hmm. And um so I bought this this one drill press and I really liked it because it had a whole bunch of adjustability. It it, it was I wouldn't it's not by definition what I would call a radial drill press, if anyone knows what that is, because we have some at work. They're, like, enormous and really strong and stuff. This was more like, okay, I'll give you that, but it's not really that. But it offered enough flexibility to where I'm like, I can swing this over the vat and 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 have it work. All right, this, this is good. So I ended up buying it, and I picked it up off of Amazon, and it was not – it. It wasn't like an eighty dollar drill press, okay? It it was it was several hundred dollars. And I'm like, this is gonna be perfect. So I get it in, you know, we had to unload it with a fork truck at the shop and we put it in the tr- in the bed of the truck and then I kinda uncrated this thing in the bed of the truck in the pole barn and then I took it out piece by piece and I assembled it and I was very proud. I'm like, this is gonna work out perfect. However, I never plugged it in. Well, I got the vat. I took the vat out of the box and, you know, all this stuff. And I get that set up. I'm like, well, it's probably about time I start figuring out what I need to do for this little auger. And, you know, I'm like, well, okay, let's, you know, the speed on this is a little fast. Maybe I'll just go with a smaller auger. Let me go ahead and plug this thing in. So I plug it into all of my circuits. Most of my circuits in the barn have a GFI on the on the starting outlet for all the, the whole thing. And um, I plug it into, the, into this outlet. It's a GFI. And I hit the on button and it immediately pops the GFI. I'm like, okay, well, that's not surprising. So I tried three or four more times. Like even to the point I was like holding the GFI in with a screwdriver and trying to... T- it wasn't working. <laughs> so I'm like, well, maybe my GFI sucks. So I take an extension cord, run it over to another circuit. And uh, it has a GFI and it pops it. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't... This isn't what I want. So I string a 100-foot extension cord from where my refrigerator was. That's a dedicated 20-amp line. And I run it all the way over to to this little drill press on this workbench. And I turn it on, and it just goes... It's just humming at me. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, well, okay. So then I grab the spindle... And I, I just, I, I turn the spindle by hand and then it's just like, and it starts to spin. I'm like, oh, okay, it's new. Maybe, maybe it's this, may, yeah, maybe this is just what you have to do with these, these machines. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, that spindle spinning backwards. So I shut it off and I'm like, I expect it to turn back on because, you know, it, it needed broken in. It just needed, you needed a bump start at the first time. So I flick the switch again and it's, <laughs> and I grab the spindle and I turn it the other way. 
So at, at first, if you were looking down, it was spinning counterclockwise. Now it's spinning clockwise. That seems that seems right. That doesn't seem right to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I I never really knew like one ten is reversible, but so I shut it off. I turn it back on, and and I'm like, this is this is nuts. So I go and do the whole thing again, and I video it. So probably I, because you're like. I'm going to call this company and they're going to be like, you need to send us a video or a picture. <laughs> well, I was one step ahead of them. <laughs> so I, I bought it on October 25th. I, it was delivered on the 28th and I took it out of the package. I don't even like, I never plugged it in for the longest time. So this is going back like last week or something when I had this last weekend. So let's just say a week and a half ago. So it sat for over a month in my possession. I just kind of figured that if it had an extension cord and it had a QC sticker with someone's name on it, it said passed, that someone at least attempted to turn it on. <laughs> so I'm like, well, this isn't working out. And I'm kind of thinking like, okay, so I got a couple options here. So I hop on Amazon and... I I go to the seller and they're like contact seller. So I okay, let's click on this and it takes it 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 redirects me to another website which is this place this like okay, this is their official homepage and I, I know that this is not an American built thing. It's obvious. And I didn't pay American built pricing, but this still wasn't a freebie. And I go and I I'm like okay, here's their email. So I go ahead and I get the email. And I sent it to customer service with the video attached in the email. And I said, you know, I explained it all. And, uh, you know, I get an email automatic. Hey, we're busier than normal, blah, blah, blah. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. And I'm like, okay. So, I don't know, a day goes by. I get an email back, something to the effect of, hey, you know, this, this and that. Um for this problem, you're going to need to uh, contact technical support. This is customer service. Um, this is the phone number. Um, thanks for your patience. And these, it was signed Andrew, meaning like the guy's name was Andrew, not me. Mm. Um, and uh, I'm like, okay. So like, I forget. I, I found a quiet minute at work and um, I, I call. I call from the shop phone. Like I, I didn't have any other help there that day. So if I use the shop phone, I, at least if someone calls the shop, I can hear it beep through and I can handle it then. But if I'm on my cell phone making that call and the shop phone rings, it's just, it's just what I did. So, and this matters. So I call from the shop phone and of course no one answers. So then I leave a message. Hi, I'm blah, 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 blah. And please call me back on this number. And I gave my cell number out. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, probably four or five, six hours later, the shop phone rings. Luckily, you know, I was there and I caught I caught on the caller ID, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys, you didn't even listen to my message. So this technical support guy, I'm like, all right, so here I am, and I explain it all again to the guy, and he's like, oh, oh yeah, I know, I, I I was the one that emailed you yesterday. Wait a minute, Chunzo. You pawned me off on technical support? Are you running technical support and customer service? And customer service, yeah. 
were you just trying to like dump me? So like, oh, I'm gonna put a hurdle up and you're not gonna call me. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, did my attachment come through? He goes, yep, yep, yep. It, it did, and I I seen it. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm gonna explain this to you again, so we're on the same page because we're on the phone. And I explain. I plug in G5. He goes up. Oh, that's your issue. I'm like, what's that? He was like, you, you, you can't put this in a GFI thing. You know, you put it in the other, an, another outlet and uh, you'll be fine. And I'm like, I'm not done with my story yet. He's like, oh, okay. I explained to him and uh, I told him like, hey, I spun the, spun the spinner. He goes, oh, everything's good, right? I said, no, every time I turn this thing on, it hums at me. Well, I told him, okay, I jumped ahead. I'm like, okay, so what I ended up doing was I said I ran a dedicated, uh, I have a dedicated circuit for my refrigerator. It is, there's no GFI. It's just a 20 amp breaker. It's 10, 10 gauge wire. And um, no, 12 or 10, I forget. It's been a long time. I said, I, I plugged in an extension cord and I plugged it in and it hummed and I got it to spin and he goes, whoa, whoa, I'm sorry, sir, but your void, warranty is void. Oh my god! I'm like, wait, why? What he, a sweet he, 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 he's like, he's like, you you can't plug this into a refrigerator circuit. And I'm like, what are oh you? Ta- I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, every refrigerator is a 220. You put 220 to this, and you 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 blew it up. No, wait a minute. And I, I said, wait, no. That, that every single real. refrigerator I know is a 120. It's- I said, it's common. So he's like, well, mine's 220. I'm like, I've never heard of it. 220. Like, like, what do you live in a restaurant? (laughs) This sucks. And he's like, like, are you sure it's 120? I said, I wired the building. It's 120. He goes, I'm going to take your word that it's 120. Okay. I'm I'm like, okay. Uh, even I said to him, I said, everybody that I know right now with this guy, everybody that I know has a 120 refrigerator. It's it. This is insane. You're all right. So then I go and explain it, you know, and I, I, I'm like, I told the whole spindle turning right, turning left and this and that. And he goes, okay. He goes, let me ask you a question. Where'd you sell? Where'd you buy it from? And I'm like, well, I bought it off Amazon. He goes, oh, Third goes, party we, we, can't we, do it. We we uh, unfortunately, I don't know where you would have got this from off Amazon. We don't sell on Amazon, and I'm like, are you serious? And I'm like, it has your name yeah. on it. I, I'm like, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at it right now. Your your seller's page, and he goes, we don't have one. And I'm like, then who's selling this stuff using your logo and all that? And he's like, well. I'm going to hop on Amazon right now, and he's, I can hear him typing away. And he's like, well, he goes, I can't find us. I don't know where you got this from. So I took with my cell phone, I took a picture of my computer screen, and I'm like, I sent you an email right now with it. And he's like, okay, well, when it comes through, he goes, but I can tell you right now, we don't. And he goes, huh, I got your email. Yeah, that that does look like us. Um, Wow. I, I I can't find this anywhere though. I can't prove that's actually us. And I'm like, all right. I said I just sent you another email with a direct link to your store. And he's <laughs> like, all right. Um, click. He goes, I got to put you on hold real quick. He puts me on hold. 
And he goes, thanks for holding. It's been like a couple minutes. Thanks for holding. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, apparently there's been some changes around here. And yeah, that that is Amazon. We're not directly selling. We're selling our stuff to Amazon and they're putting it in their warehouse and they're shipping to you. So it's not our store, but it but it's our stuff. And and that's recently that's changed Amazon that I didn't works. know about. And I'm like, okay. So how many more things do you have to get wrong before you just accept responsibility here? And he's like, okay. Right. So he's like, here, can you do me a favor? And he's like, well, when did you buy it? I said, I purchased it the 25th. I got it the 28th. He goes, ah, you had a 30-day window to return this. And Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, are you... What and I'm looking at my order again while I'm on the computer. I said, Amazon has till January 31st or whatever. And he goes, oh, that's perfect. He goes, hop on, hop on Amazon and go to their, go to their thing to, uh, to return it. And, uh, you know, just go to the, the, the contact the seller and the, which is them and, and they'll hand it all from there. I'm like, okay. And I, I click on it. I'm Another like, pass the buck. <laughs> yes. He's trying to not handle it. And I'm like, hold on. I, I, since I got you on the phone, I want to walk through this. So I click on contact seller, which in his, which he was going to tell me was Amazon. So I click on it and I'm like, Hey, when I, when I, when it goes to contact seller, I said, it goes back to your guys's homepage. It goes to your website. Oh, it does. He's like, yeah, he goes, okay, well, uh, uh, somewhere around there is going to be a phone number on, on the Amazon page. Call that number. Their customer service is great. And I'm like, hold on. It's him. I'm like, hold on. I want you to stay on the phone. And I, I, and I actually remember this. I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's one eight hundred eight four zero eight four two zero. And I, because Amazon already opened up another tab. I'm like, hey, by the way, the phone number is the phone number I called you on. And he's like, oh. Okay, um, here's what we're going to want to do. Hop on Google and search Amazon Amazon Prime customer support, and they'll take it all from there because this is their problem. And uh, and I'm like, all right. And he's like, and if that's his problem because (laughs) the thing doesn't work. I know. And he's like, he's like, listen, if that doesn't work, I'm going to need you to email me your name, the order date, the order number, the price paid, the model number, the serial number, and a shipping address. And when all of that stuff comes through, uh, and when we get more motors in stock, it'll ship out of St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, man. And I'm like, okay. So then I look up Amazon's customer support number. And it's AI. It's not even a recording. It's all AI. Right. And I got frustrated. I hung up and I <laughs> I clicked the return, <laughs> free returns, and I just put it on a – I took it to work all assembled. No box, no nothing. I threw it on the Radius pallet, threw some shrink wrap, and I shoved it on a UPS truck. <laughs> I was done with this guy. <laughs> Man, that guy was beating around the bush to just to just not have to deal with this. It's unbelievable. I, I and and so here I am. I'm like, well, what the heck am I going to do for this for a mixing unit? And it's like, you know what? It isn't worth me dealing with all of this 
you know, this was a lot of money for me. And it, when I hung up the phone, it was like at 29 minutes, 30 some seconds. I spent an, half an hour of my day chasing this guy. And I was put on hold twice and he gave me like every step was, it's not his fault. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do anything. My job is to do no warranty work. And I'm just like, okay, Amazon, you can go ahead and eat this. And I just, I shipped it how back. Big, yeah. How big of a scumbag do you have to be to it's like dealing with a stockbroker <laughs> in 2008? Yeah. That's crazy. So we just do not have this now. No. Well, okay. So then after that drill press left, I'm like, you know what? I got my nice Delta, the old Delta that I had. I said, what I'm going to do is you you send this back. I send it back. Now it's now it's now it goes into what what do I have laying around here to work? So you know where that drill press was. I absolutely do. But you have an idea of what you want to do with by seeing this this auger style press from Amazon on Amazon. You're like, okay, yeah, that thing's going to work. Everything goes to hell in a handbasket. The thing is, and it would have worked. Like, Everything was perfect. It would have <laughs> worked if if the, if the machine worked. Right, and I even if looked at just replacing worked. the motor. <clears throat> I looked at. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to buy one out of McMaster, and I'm like, I'm not spending four hundred dollars on this motor. By the time <laughs> I add everything up, I could have just bought a real mixer, like. So I have this idea mean, of how I want it to work. Especially if, especially if you, you plug it into your industrial restaurant that you're running. Yeah, everything uh, I'm running is 220. I actually have some 480 three-phase going everywhere in this pole <laughs> barn. Because, you know, my deep cycle batteries need the extra juice because I'm, I'm so hard on them on a daily basis. You have in the back of the pole barn a giant chest for, like, walk-in freezer with with deer carcasses everywhere like rocky yes uh, and that's where i go to just take out my aggression and so i can just yes. sit there and, and, and pound on them Ex- except <laughs> i'm more like predator in predator 2 <laughs> i like that yes but so you have this idea yep that you can get this done and i know where this press is i know how old this press is I know how heavy this press is. But what you what don't what you don't see is how I rearrange I the pole barn to make this a, a conducive work area. So I have to like you have to, you have I have to, to move, do have like, to the, like the I have the to go mixer. <laughs> it was like a drill for like offensive linemen and stuff like that. I had to like push this thing down low and like scooch it across the floor. <laughs> And I, I, I take out my trusty tape measure after getting it all the way over there, and I'm like, I need 24 inches from the bottom to the to the bottom of the chuck. So I need 24 inch gap. So I crank my little handle all the way down, and it's all rusty and it it doesn't work, but it gets there, and it's like 18 and a half inches, and I'm like, you're kidding me. Like, there's no way I can get any more height out of this, and. And I look at this, I'm like, there's no way anyone would be like, I'm going to fill up this mold. Let me kneel down on the floor <laughs> to, <laughs> to crack open this spigot. So I'm like, okay, well, what can I do? 
And this workbench has a shelf underneath it that I'm like, you know what? I could probably swing that work table that that's on the gear rack 180 somehow pick up the whole entire, you know, freestanding big tall drill press and put the base on the shelf. And that's going to give me the height. And I kind of worked out the numbers and I'm like, you know what, this is going to work. So I now scooch it all back over and I tried to lift the whole thing up. It, it, I'm like, uh-huh. I'm, yeah. I'm not lifting it. I can tip it, but I can't lift it. So what I did was I tipped it forward. I was holding it with one hand. I stacked three two by fours and set it back. So now it's tilted on a real, real hard angle, but you know, it's whatever four and a half inches high in the back and it in the front is just touching the cement. So I, I, I wiggled it close enough to where I then tipped it backwards. So now it's only resting on the two by fours and I was able to rotate to get a corner onto the shelf. And then I went, yeah, and I pushed it up and I'm like, this is perfect, except there's not enough shelf there and weight on the base to keep it from tipping backwards. And I'm like, well, this is, this is not very convenient for me because if I walk away, it tips over and falls on the ground and breaks. So I yeah. kind of was married to this because I could not, I couldn't leave one hand, and I now have to figure out how I can hold this thing up with any object within my arm's reach. Luckily, I found a two by six that was just in reach enough, but I had to crank the table up, and I put it underneath and cranked the table down as like a kickstand. So now I got this thing kickstanded, and that's when I sent you the photo of it. The issue was all the height was good, everything. I'm like, I can get like a big strap. I can screw this whole column there. Everything's going to be hunky-dory. In fact, I got a lower RPM on this. This is going to be great. I know this thing works, except the base is wider than I anticipated, and it hit the outside corner leg of the, the bench. In order for me to get this thing to where I could even mix anything, my nice spigot is over the top of the table and you can't fit any molds underneath it. So out of oh, frustration, man. I just left <laughs> I left the big drill press sitting there for days until I had someone come and help me because Lord knows I wasn't doing it alone. I I, I had um on Saturday no Friday night, my brother in law Steve and my father came over. They wanted to look at some stuff that I was doing. And I'm like, hey, Steve, I can't ask Dad to help. He's, he's still recovering from his stuff. And uh, so me and Steve, we, we picked it up and set it down on the ground. It's still sitting there. I haven't linebackered it back to the, to its little corner. <laughs> yeah. And, wow, what a, a comedy of oh just trash. I mean, that is – when you sent me that picture and you said, like, <laughs> one sentence <laughs> – <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, I was like, that, I I know that things light that had to be easy. It's it's so and easy. Like I I sat there and like bit my finger for a second. I was just like, oh god, he's probably just ready to just say the heck with all this stuff. But uh, that was that's a story of of all stories to tr- just to try to get this 
just just to get this and then I ended up I I, I had like a thousand plus dollar mixer in the shopping cart that I'm like, you know what, just screw it. Just get it done. I'm t- I'm tired. Yeah. You win. And then I had an epiphany and I have another way of doing it. And it was like oh, a sixty dollar way. And I'm like, you know what? If I don't like this sixty dollar way, Amazon can have this back. And then I'll go mm-hmm. ahead and drop the thousand. Mm-hmm. So I got to come up with a way of doing it, and it, and it it should work out. The biggest thing that sucks is it's going to be a little noisier than than just the drill press running. But this all the uh, the ramping up of the rubber lineup uh, all was birthed from orders. From the plastic company that just sent us 20 gallons. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you had all those cigarette lighters in your boat, so you might as well pick up smoking. Exactly. Exactly. We're the amazing oh, rubber man, man. That sucks. I mean, that sucks. So, anyways. I'm curious about, I'm curious, uh, this is backbreaking, and this is, you know, naturally your hernia time of the year, so I've you know, I don't feel as bad uh, because you always like to do something physical and try to burst your guts uh, during this time from like October. I, to I really January somewhere in there. I just don't think that it's right that my guts don't see the uh, light of day. So I like to have them pop through my chest like alien. Very nice. Very yeah. I I completely get it. Um, but so we're we're ramping that up. Is there anything else you want to add on that before I ask a question? On in terms of the soft plastic, yeah, because that's what this is all about. That's what all this is for. Yeah, and and you don't even like this is going smooth, but it's going a lot slower. There's some more tooling that you haven't seen yet. Yeah, and I mean, you know, full disclosure, this is the first time we've had a. A conversation since I've been home. I've been home for twelve hours. Sixteen hours, hours now. Yeah. Um. And this is going to be like the new the new area for um. Yeah, the, pretty much everything. The, this is going to be the proving grounds, and and I, I kind of yeah. have in my mind for this year on on hopefully how this will go. So. Like I would rather have an issue on my own turf that I can then repair and try to. All right, we need to we need a, we need a fix for this. Well, if it's sitting here at my house, I can go and make a fix, design a fix, make a fix, bring it back and try it. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that we're going to be able to do large volumes very quickly. That's awesome, and it's good. It's, and it's better than than walking uh, me through things over the uh, well, over the phone. And it's also much better than running a, a you know a four court Pyrex nonstop off of one extension mm-hmm. cord. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Anyways, absolutely. Th- this will be the proving year, and then after that, we'll, we'll figure out some other stuff. But I also I have in my mind how a timeline should work. And I'm sure that we can get this. I mean, I was originally going to be like, we're going to do all this plastic. We're not going to be able to do all this plastic. Mm-mm. There's just no way that it, it, it's feasibly possible. No, absolutely not. Um, 
but we'll, we'll get enough done to have a production line. I oh, mean, we, we, we're, we are have this much sweat equity in it. We are going to have like now minimum uh, unless you want to run the microwave. This is going to be like I'm going to be doing two, three, four gallons at a time. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And this with, is all. This is fantastic. Yes, and this makes it easier for me outside of a drive. Well, outside of a drive, but then there's also going to be a lot of stuff that I don't want to quite talk about publicly yet about this, about what I'm doing. So that's that's about all I'm, I'm going to curious. say right now on the plastic. So if you had questions, let's let's hit them. I have one. I have one question because plastic is so toxic. Yes. Is it going to be like Cheech and Chong in there? It shouldn't be. I'm going to say like worst case scenario is because. You notice how much it would smoke in the microwave. I, I'm I'm thinking it shouldn't smoke that much because this thing has a lid on it. And okay. then what it also should be is I'm going to clear out that door that was covered, you know, not eight months ago with pallets of seed to where maybe we have like some kind of protective box out there that when the molds need to be cold, you can take them out there. And oh, just, dude, that is perfect. It's perfect. And, and there's some other stuff that's going on in this workbench. I cleared off probably 12 feet of workbench, and it's all going to be used. It, I think it's going to be a really sweet setup. That's just going to be. That's perfect because, like, from the from the way that I was doing it in like small batch style for a long period of time, I was taking those molds out, and they were into 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 the elements, not like mm-hmm. you know downpouring snow but i was just taking it outside of the building where it was colder and i was able to produce more quickly doing that uh and that just i know it all it all flows left to right there to go out that door Mm -hmm. um and it was like the first thing i was thinking of i was like man if i do something there and just like I have to sit there and have all this downtime. Like it makes no sense, but the the but know, the, always... the, the thing is this: there will be no downtime because right. I've got a what... whole bunch of other process stuff that yeah. that is going to keep. I, I think this is going to be sweet, and I'm going to talk about that here when we when we finish this show. Okay, um, yeah, that's uh, that's super exciting stuff. Sorry, I wasn't there to help you do the heavy lifting, but. Uh, you like that stuff regardless. I mean, you're a sucker for <clears throat> putting yourself in horrible situations. Well, it, out of it, so. it makes such a good story. <laughs> I got to rise from the ashes. That's what I need to do. That's hilarious. I mean, so we're, I don't know, like, you know, four years ago, we're freaking trying to test a really small batch of swimmers and we, we break like 12 inches of ice in the frog pond that we thought like was just going to have skim ice on it to test. <laughs> and, you know, like four years later, you're like creating a new hernia, driving <laughs> a 50 year old drill press, like 30 feet across, then lifting it vertically and having it fall off. <laughs> so the, the rubber line, the rubber lineup has been nothing but labor absolute pain. so <laughs> and it's the cheapest bait we sell 
<laughs> Here's some more stuff with the rubber. <laughs> so we talked about the eight. The, the six was new last year, and we had an eight prototype. Well, we made eight-inch production molds now. And I'm like, hey, guys, let's go ahead and make a four-inch and a ten-inch in in the new production-style things. Well, something must have happened when we scaled up the models because we made the the eight inch and the ten inch a single cavity to try it. I mean, the four inch and the ten inch, not the eight. Right. So I got this little baby, little baby minnow. Well, time time out. The the eight inch had a production, just one singular. And it, it had it, yeah. So when to test it, we got to have a mold. So we had a mm-hmm. single cavity mold. Okay, mm-hmm. and that was my test mold. And then I just went ahead and we made three. Well, we made more molds. Okay. And so, yeah, there, there, there's a percentage of them that we're not at the level that I, I, you kind of think we're at because we got to redo something on one of them. But anyways, um, so I went and tested the eight inch out of the production molds. And every one that I did, it ran fine. Yay, thumbs up. So then we go and make a 4-inch and a 10-inch. And I make a bait or two of them, you know, some new harnesses and this and that. And thinking that everything's going to be hunky-dory, um, I was I was, I was, was wrong. It just it did not, they did not work. They, they, It's like, holy crap, I just got punched in the face again. These two prototypes didn't work, so then I'm like, "All right, what? What's?" And I start looking at them, like, "Okay, well, this seems a little off." In here. what way? They just didn't swim. Like, oh, like That's utter crazy. failures. Like, it was. It, it, it they just they they pulled in straight. They just didn't. They just didn't work. And uh, Did so the tail even wobble. Nothing. It was bad. Wow. So I look at the tail and I start looking and comparing to the others. I'm like, hey, something didn't scale right on this. So I went and, you know, we we modified the model and we recut the prototype mold. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And like we get the mold done and I I, get, I didn't have time to, to, to pour a bait. But I look out the window. I've been testing them in, in the pond, not not the little frog pond, like the big, big pond. I'm like, oh, crap, there's a, a, there's a skim of ice on it. And I'm like, yeah, it was warm today. It shouldn't have been iced over. Anyways, the next day, I go and I, I, I pour pour some baits to test out the new tails. And uh, it was kind of rainy. I'm like, I know that ice is gone. So I covered up the boat, and I have my, my LT with the tranks inside the boat mm-hmm. with the cover. And I'm like, there's no way I'm digging this out. So I look on the wall, and there's my... Gander Mountain Guide Series tournament pike rod. And I'm like, well, that's the heaviest thing I've got. So I grab it, and I I grab the little 4-inch, I grab the 10-inch, I put them in my pocket, and I walk down, and I'm like, pond's not frozen, I can see water. So I put the 10 on, and I lob it out there. Now, granted, it had been rainy all day. And it goes, bump, bump, bump. It was so much ice on the pond. I look like a fool walking back there with my rod and this 13 ounce bait is bouncing off the ice that's under like a half inch of water. I'm like, this is insane. How is this possible? 
<laughs> and it's like I get home by the time I get out to the out to try this, it's like four thirty, so it's practically dark. I actually walk to the pond with a headlamp because I'm like anticipating actually like taking cast and figuring this thing out. Oh my gosh. So then I happened to look over and I was at my, my in-laws pond that our properties connect. And I look over at this other like discharge pond that comes out of their pond. This is on my property. And I'm like, I'm seeing things. I have open water on my little pond. So I walk over and I cast and curse splash. I'm like, holy crap. I've got some open water here, but it's getting so dark after my frustration. <laughs> I'm doing it with a headlamp on. In in the new the new tail on the 10, it's like how they're like, how much bigger do you want this to be? I'm like, let's uh let's go a quarter. No what? Screw that. No, let's go a half. Let's make this Let's make them, let's modify it. The tail almost overdrives the bait. This thing is just stupid. It is so much. Big thump. Big thump. It, and what ended up happening is I'm like, this thing is going to rifle the whole bait. It's going to want to turn the bait 360 pulling in. It's moving so much. So what do I do? I go back to the drawing board. I go and I'm like, hey, we need to modify the lead molds. And, you know, so I, this is what we need to do here and here, this and that, blah, blah, blah. So I had a guy at work. He went ahead. He's like, you know what? Rather than modifying the mold that you have, I just made you a whole new two cavity. And I'm like, okay, perfect. Okay. Now there's like two extra ounces of lead in this thing. This, and I, I, I got home today. And I'm like, I look out, my pond's frozen. My father-in-law's pond's frozen. I'm like, dang it, I don't feel like doing this. So I, I put <laughs> I put my work pants back on, put the pike rod in the bed of the truck, drive down to the creek, mm-hmm. and I'm lobbing a bait that's 50 times heavier than this rod's rated for. Oh, man. This is a man killer now. Like, it's heavy. It's thumpy, and it's just all—it's it, all over the place. This thing's just going bananas down there, and um, I took enough cast. What did what did it do? What did it do on the straight retreat? That tail is just back there, just all over. It, it is, it's it's nuts. And the, you... the, the the belly roll—it's going like if if you look at it head on, and like it's like how it should be sitting. One eighty. It's it's going ninety degrees left and ninety degrees right. It's it's flopping one hundred eighty degrees. The body roll, one eighty, one eighty, and so uh, you did you did obviously you did a slow retrieve and a quick retrieve to test this to see if this thing. Would I, I did as best guarded. I could as my Revo bass reel could handle it in <laughs> in the creek moving waters, and there was frozen water to my right. So I did the best that I could do. But you were pleased. I, I was happy. Yeah, I was happy the tail was working. The The little four-inch, it's... I think it would work. The issue that I'm having with it is I don't think we can make an internal harness for it. And That's I have... I, I was have, wondering. Is it like a single hook hanger thing? It might even be less than that. 
and and mm-hmm. and uh, I have some ideas for that, but I don't think we can. I don't. We. I don't think we can follow what we did with the six, the eight, and the ten. It's just. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I, the only way I can say it is when you compare it to the six, the eight, and the ten. This thing is adorable. Yeah, it is. It is the cutest it's little thing. Sweet. So I have <laughs> some ideas that that I'd like to like to do with it. But did it swim? It, it was it was impossible to test because this thing was. It was like casting a dry fly. Number one, because there's no lead in it. I don't have a lead mold that I can put anything in. I need to get this thing to where it's it's halfway keel weighted. Gotcha. It, it is it is so tiny, so that's probably not going to be on the docket for this year's Musky Max. But it is something to play with. It, I I think it's going to mm-hmm. be a little sweetheart, but I got a couple ideas it's for it though. It's interesting to hear about the the ten inch where we thought when. We did the six, and then we did the eight. They were a little bit smaller than the original top fours. And we said the 10 is going to be the 10, but it's really like not going to be a, as big as our 10-inch our uh, swimmer as it is right now, um, the Super Senior. But mm-hmm. from what you're saying, it sounds like this thing has kind of like taken steroids and is a little bit more aggressive. Um, I would say the action is, is, is more aggressive. The, the, the tail action is more aggressive. Which is it, that's good. Yeah. Now, there's it, some it, other it, stuff it, that, you know, we're coming up on a really cold stretch. I'd like to make the rubber a little firmer, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's working right now. And, and we'll just have to, we'll figure it out. It's exciting stuff. It sounds like the six, eight, and ten are going to be uh, possibly at the shows this year, and um, they better be for for the investment that's been put into. That's what it. I, uh, my God, I know. <clears throat> Absolutely. Because we were even dabbling with like, oh, we'll make a twelve. But you're telling me this thing's like 13 ounces already, and I don't. I I, I should throw it on a scale, but I know like it, it, it's. I didn't even put hooks on them yet. I mean, I know the hooks aren't gonna. You know, they're not an ounce, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this there, there's a lot of improvements to this to the whole rubber thing, and there's a lot of rubber molds that are sitting here ready to go. Exciting news! Yes. So, yeah, the best part is this is, um, should you choose, you could just pull your truck right in and let it thaw out while it's, while you're working. Pull the truck in. In the barn. If, oh, geez. Yeah. You know, if I'm at work and you're doing it <clears throat> mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, but there's a whole bunch For of other, sure, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of space in there now since you had to move that entire press. Well, I, I moved. Yeah, I, I don't have the equipment stacked in the same way that I previously did. So mm-hmm. anyways, but anyways, let's wrap up this show. And then I, I got some more stuff to talk to you about uh, about wow. this stuff. So 
All right, you good? I'm good. Glad to be back. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy birthday to Jesus, right? Happy birthday, Jesus. Let's go. All right, so uh, big thanks to Fatty Z Muskie Products, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, St. Croix Rods, Ranger Boats, Vix Marine, Aqua Traction, and the Muskie Max Plus. So be sure to mark your calendars. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for uh, listening to me complain two weeks, two shows in a row, I should say. I hope I hope people find it mildly entertaining as I, I just, in the moment it's frustrating, but I think it tells a funny story. And I hope people can relate. So, all right. That's what it was all about. That's what it was all about in the from when we started. You know, that's just right. How, me how complaining about planer boards. <clears throat> Ex- oh man, yeah, exactly. Yes. So, all right. Thanks for listening. <laughs>